Hello, everybody, and welcome into the third episode of the WICB Ithaca Bomber Football Podcast. I'm your host, Connor Smith, joined by my excellent analysts, Nicole Allen and Tommy Morrow. The Bombers ranked number 20 following their win against Endicott last week, traveled only two hours to Alfred, New York, to play the Alfred Saxons. It was finally a comfortable win for Ithaca as they shut out the Saxons 22-0. So, guys, after, you know, we're sitting here, game just ended maybe 45 minutes ago. What do we think? What do we think of the game? Yeah, I think it was a good game. Um, Ithaca, it was nice to for Ithaca to have such like a comfortable win against the team. Um, a little disappointing just how many points Ithaca scored. I think all of us were expecting them to come out like more dominant and score more points than just the 22 that they did, especially since last season they beat Alfred 52-3 to like we talked about last podcast. But yeah, overall I think defense looked great, as you can tell. Zero points for Alfred. Um Offense could have looked a little better, but overall, pretty good game for Ithaca going into this bye week. Yeah, I mean, last podcast, I almost believe we mentioned this is going to be like a high-scoring game, mm-hmm. and it like flew under, I mean, 22 points. Ithaca shut him out on the road. Very impressive right there um, from the Bombers. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they got they got off to a hot start in the first and second quarter. They, they went into halftime with a 16-0 lead. Um, you know, you have that momentum if you're Ithaca, and then they just rolled with it throughout the third and fourth quarter. Got a late touchdown in the fourth quarter and uh actually freshman Nicholas Matos he got his first first catch there mm-hmm. so it was very very impressive there but uh yeah it's a great win for Ithaca yeah big congrats to Matos on you know his first collegiate catch was a touchdown yeah but I, I think that you know kind of something that I want to circle back on before we get to the positives is kind of just the negatives and you know obviously that's you know the opposite of positives but um you know we talked about it last week this Ithaca team Really, only had has had one good quarter of offensive football, you know, to start off these last two games, and this game, you know, really was kind of the same. I mean, the first quarter, Ithaca's first possession, you know, they scored on their first drive, three for three this year on their first drives, um, but other than that, I mean, like, it was really nothing. There, there was nothing there that kind of made me think like this team is finally back. Yeah, like, um, yeah. I feel like that's been something we've been struggling with for these past three weeks. Like you said, like the team that Ithaca was last year, we're just not seeing it this year. Um, Wingfield's not like being the playmaker that he was last year. I think it's because we lost so many key players from last year. Like we're in like a little bit of a rebuilding stage, but three weeks in, like we should be at that point by now, especially winning against Endicott last week, beating Alfred at, at like this level this week. Like, yeah, I feel like it's we're just not at that level yet. Yeah, I mean, you almost like ask yourself, you know, is is uh, Wingfield like trusting his receivers? Yeah, you know, because it just seems like he hasn't found that connection that he had last year with Julian Damaga. Mm-hmm. You know, that was that was a big role last year where Julian Damaga stepped up, made plays. You know, that big Cortica game where he made that catch for the touchdown. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's just like he almost he hasn't found that rhythm yet. Just. The only one, if, if anything, is Sam Klein, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm like, going off what you said, like, where is DeMaga this season? Like, we haven't seen him, like, being the star sort of player like he was. Like, Sam Klein stepped up, Jalen Leonard Osborne stepped up this game. But, like, where, like, what happened to Julian DeMaga this season? Like, why, why is he, he just not supposed to be there one? Exactly, yeah. and he just isn't. Right. Yeah, and, and only one catch today for DeMaga, and, and it's just really been a kind of a struggle to start this season. I mean, uh, you just look, you know, last week he didn't have a catch against Endicott in week one. He had, you know, that touchdown against Johns Hopkins. But, 
uh, only two catches there. You have three catches on the year for supposedly your your number one guy. And last year, you know, even with Mikey Anderson, still had 350 yards and four touchdowns. So you you look at Dumaga and, and the slow offensive production, and I think that that kind of stems with him, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely. It's it's just a struggle to get, you know, um, the season started. Um, and, and, yeah, just – I just think it's it's going to be from here on out finding a way that him and AJ Wingfield can find the connection moving forward. You know, we've seen the connection with Klein, but yeah, yeah, and like I feel like at this point it's either like you find the connection or you move on. Right. Like three weeks into the season, like we're going into this bye week, we have two weeks of practice, and then we start league play in two weekends. So like at this point, I think it's either Demaga, like Demaga and Winfield, like find that mesh and like click with each other, or they're gonna have to find new like one and like honestly it might be Sam Klein yeah and and Sam Klein really has stepped up over this past uh you know three game stretch uh I know it's been a big talking point that we've always kind of you know had on this podcast where we've talked you know a lot about uh who will be that next big wide receiver for Mm -hmm. AJ Wingfield and and so far it has been Sam Klein you know today you know yet again the leading receiver for Ithaca today I believe it was let me just check. I have it right here. Six catches, 77 yards for Sam Klein. I mean, it was a good game for him. Uh, no touchdown today, uh, unfortunately, unlike the last two games. But, uh, you know, he's just there. And, and he's – I feel like having Dumaga in that role kind of gives – or as the role of the supposed one, number one wide receiver mm-hmm. has given Sam Klein that opportunity to kind of, you know, break out and have that ability to – uh, you know, be there for the for those you know big plays at the end of the games. Yeah, Carter, that's that's what I touched on even a little last week. Just his distraction and his presence on the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. You know, he could easily attract two defenders, and then there you go. There's a one on one for Sam Klein, and he beats his defender. Bang! That connection with AJ Wingfield. It's like simple as that. But uh, another question I had for you guys also is where what happened to Jake Williams today? You know, I'm I mean I know that he was you know, inactive today. I don't know the specifics at all. You know, I have no clue if he was injured. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to guess it was probably because of an injury. But the Ithaca backfield, I mean, obviously, you know, it hurt them a little bit, but it's not like they really needed him today. I feel like today was a good game for Williams to miss if there was any games for him to miss. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you see this Ithaca, team, this Ithaca team ran the ball 41 times today, and Leonard Osborne led the led the backfield in carries with 21 um, you know, it just shows that there's there's so many pieces that this Ithaca team has that they they really I mean they need Williams obviously, but like not having Williams isn't the worst thing in the world. And I feel like Leonard Osborne stepped up with Williams not being here this week. Like if you look at his stats from last week against Endicott, he had um he had one carry as a rusher for Endicott. And then today with no Jake Williams, he had four. Or he had that was receiving. Sorry, he had uh, twenty-one mm-hmm. carries. So I feel like it shows that Leonard Osborne really was able to step up in place of Williams this week and be the receiver or be the player that he needed to be. It, it really just shows how versatile they are. You know, they could go from receiver one week to running back the next. Yeah. You know, that's and I, and I feel like that uh, Leonard Osborne is is he fits in that role in this offense so well because mm-hmm. you look at other teams, right? Um, I mean, I, I haven't seen a team that Ithaca's played yet that has had somebody that has been as versatile as Jalen Leonard Osborne. And I know that, 
it's not very common in general mm-hmm. to have you know a wide receiver running back hybrid I mean you look at Cordell Patterson in the NFL on the Falcons you know he was once a wide receiver then they moved into running back and now he's kind of in that hybrid role he's labeled on the depth chart as a joker and this is Ithaca's joker as Leonard Osborne and you know today he he got a rushing touchdown today um but I kind of want to just talk a little bit about this Ithaca, you know, this Ithaca's game plan in the second half because I thought it was a little bit confusing. I mean, you go into halftime, you're up 16 uh, it's a It's still a two-score game, um, but, you know, Alfred really had a very hard time moving the ball against this Ithaca defense. Mm-hmm. But you go into the second half, and we're, we're all thinking, you know, everyone, uh, I mean, on the halftime show we were talking about it, we all thought it was going to be Ithaca gets to at least 30 points, and, you know, they win this one probably by 30-plus. And mm-hmm. we we won 22 nothing. I mean, this is, a, this is a game that we all thought was going to be put away, but it seems like Ithaca just really wasn't trying at all in the second half. Yeah, like, I feel like they talked about it on the postgame a little bit. Ithaca lost all of their momentum in the third quarter. They did not score once. They didn't have a lot of yards. And then they picked it up in the fourth quarter with that, um, with that touchdown from Matos. But other than that, like... You have to wonder what happened during halftime. Like, did Ithaca look at the score and be like, oh, we're up 16-0. to zero. Like, we can relax a little bit. Like, you have to wonder what the team was thinking. Yeah, and we even heard before – I mean, I, I know Tommy wants to jump in here probably. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we even heard before. I mean, Coach Turp getting interviewed by Parker right before halftime, he was fired up. Mm-hmm. He's like, let's get more points on the board. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, let's go. Come on. Like, whatever we can do to score more points. Like, all that stuff. It seems to me like he wanted to score more points. He wants this offense to be really strong. But what we saw in the second half was completely the opposite of what we got before going into halftime. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was just going to say it looked like some of the drives down in that third quarter, they were just struggling to move the ball, Um, you know, going three and out here and there. And, you know, if you're a team that wants to rack up points and, you know, put up 30, 40 points a game, you you have to limit that in the second half, you know. Um, you have to execute on those big third downs, you know, moving the ball down the field. A.J. Wingfield, I thought he did a great job today, but, like, some of the drives down down late in the game could have been a little better for them if, if they wanted to extend that lead. Yeah, and, yeah. and I think, uh, you know, you said he did a great job today. I think Nooch would disagree with you right there. <laughs> um, you know, our for for those of you who didn't listen to the postgame show, uh, you know, our one of our analysts, Justin Antonucci, gave Wingfield a C grade. Uh, today, which I, I think is a little harsh. I mean, I yeah. think it's a little harsh. Yeah. In the first half, he had mostly all of his yards and, you know, completions in the first half. It was really that second half where, you know, this Ithaca team mainly ran the ball. I mean, 41 rushing attempts. I, I, I don't have the exact number in front of me, but I'm going to guess probably over half of those came in the second half. I'll tell you right now, Connor, they had a total of team, like t- team total rushing yards, 134. You know, that's 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 a lot right there. Yeah, and compared I'm, compared to AJ Wingfield's 226 passing. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he had 170 in the first half. It just right. shows you kind of the switch of the game plan, and and it's it's really just a like it's a big question to me because I'm I'm just wondering, kind of, why they decided you know that they wanted to just kind of run out the clock in the second half. It wasn't like they even wanted to score. Yeah, it's like they took their foot off the gas. You know, and that's exactly what it's like, and yeah. and, it, and it's. It's just confusing to me because when you have a team like Ithaca who, you know, had such a great season last year, and I know we keep going back to their last year's success, but it's why they were ranked number nine this year coming into this year. They had such a great year last year. So when you look at this team and you look at, you know, the offensive pieces that are still there, you know, Wingfield's back, 
that's your quarterback. You know, you have Jake Williams for another year. You know, Dumaga is supposed to step up. You look at this team, and they've they've struggled so much offensively in these first three games. And you think, you know, now that they finally have that weaker opponent. Maybe just maybe they'll push like they'll they'll floor it on the gas pedal, mm-hmm. and in the second half, they just did not. Yeah, like it's really just like I feel like I said this earlier. Like, what happened? Like, what happened from last season to this season where? They just aren't getting the momentum that they need in order to pick games up and make like crucial plays. Like, I mean, Wingfield, Wingfield did perform well today. He had, like we said, 226 passing yards. Like, pretty good stats for today. Like with the score, but yeah, it's just like what happened. Yeah, and and you look at last year. I mean, this Ithaca team when they played Alfred, they won 52 to three and they had yeah. over 500 total yards of offense. The Alfred team is pretty much the same. I mean. If anything, they got a little bit worse, you would look at mm-hmm. from their roster, but they they still, I mean, Ithaca really only, I think, how many total yards? I think it's like three 350 around there. Something like that. Right it's, around there, yeah. It's just, and it's not bad. It's not bad, trust me. And, like, I, I'm, I'm happy that they won. Okay, I'm happy that mm-hmm. they won, and I'm not trying to downplay that. But I'm a little concerned that, you know, when you have so many offensive struggles, when you're kind of giving up in the second half and it seems like all you want to do is just run off the clock and get done with the game, like I'm a little concerned because they haven't really been able to put any offensive production on the board the last few weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, A.J. Wingfield, he's he's really not taking shots down the field. Um, and, you know, maybe he is. And, like, some some of the times um, he's just missing his receivers here and there. But um, you, you pretty much said it, Connor. You know, we haven't seen this offense go to its full potential, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I I know that we you know have harped on this harped on this team for their you know their bad offense, but I think it's for like you know a reasonable concern. You have league play starting, and I think your hardest three people in the Liberty League. You have your next three games. I mean, we have the bye week this week, but then you host Hobart, who you know I feel like is kind of a, a sleeper pick uh, in this you know in this Liberty League conference. Yeah. Then you have RPI on the road, and then you have Union at home. Those are three tough games, and, you know, this is a huge stretch for this Ithaca team. Yeah, and I feel like they need this bye week right here. You know, um, these practices, this next week, week and a half, it's going to be of regrouping this offense and trying to, you know, collectively come together as a, you know, for the receivers and get on the same page um, with, with A.J. Wingfield because, like Connor said, these next three weeks after this bye week is going to be huge for Liberty League play. So, you know, I know, guys, that, you know, it seems like we're being really negative. So let's kind of just move on and, and kind of push over to some of the more, you know, positive things that, that we saw from this game. So I, I guess we'll just start. Who who wants to start us off with just one of the positives that we kind of seen from this game? I mean, I'll start us off. Um, their defense played excellent. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you really can't ask for a better game. You're going to Alfred. You want to just shut them out on the road, and that's exactly what they did. Um I mean, from the defensive line to the cornerbacks, everybody did what you know you'd expect them to do, and I think personally, their defense just gets a whole like A plus for this game. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with Tommy. Um, like even just watching the game, Alfred wasn't able to have like many big plays on offense because our defense was just so locked in and able to just be like present and just shut down everything that Alfred tried to do. Yeah, and and I mean this defense only allowed. I'm I'm trying to do the math in my head right here. I think it's 143 yards 
on the day. Yeah, and 109 of it was the passing. Yeah, yeah and so, I mean, you look at this Ithaca defense, and that's obviously really good. You know, it's this Ithaca team was second in defense last year in the Liberty League, only behind, you know, RPI, who's, you know, been such a good defensive team over the past few years now. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> another another kind of positive I, I want to harp on is, is Sam Klein. I mean, I think, you know, we should we should give him, you know, the spotlight that he kind of deserves. Uh I almost want to compare it to kind of the ability of having like that number one wide receiver that defenses kind of you know look at compared to that number two wide receiver that gets to kind of flourish. I want to compare it to like Antonio Brown and Juju from the Steelers because I feel like all the attention goes on Dumaga. You know, everyone knows his ability as a big physical receiver, even though Antonio Brown was not a physical receiver. But it leaves Juju, which in this case Sam Klein, to be able to you know do so much in that offense and I feel like you know having this ability I mean Sam Klein's been the best receiver on this team by far this year and you know another great game from him today I know we mentioned it you know six catches 77 yards but you know Sam Klein has just been he's just been that guy that stepped up on this Ithaca team and that's what we really needed absolutely he's you know creating I feel like he's creating a lot of separation from his defender and um, there's just opportunities that A.J. Wingfield's seeing you know he's hitting him down the field. I mean, his longest catch today was 23 yards, and that's just showing, you know, he's going for his routes. He's getting yards after catch, you know. He's just becoming that, like you said, that lethal weapon that Ithaca needs. Yeah, I agree. Like, he's becoming – I feel like he's becoming the number one. He's becoming AJ's right-hand man, and he's allowing Ithaca to really make the plays that are crucial in order to get points on the board. Like, and, it like, I also think he's – He's shown that he can be the player that he needs to be when the team needs him to step up. Like, taking over, leading, and receiving these past three weeks. Like, he has constantly been showing that when the team needs him to step up and be a leader, he's able to. Yeah, and, uh, you know, he's had over 75 yards in each of these first three games, which Mm -hmm. is really impressive on its own. Uh, But, you know, like you said, Tommy, you know, kind of just having that, you know, that long ball yards after catch type of guy in each game. I mean, this is the the game that he had the shortest catch, 23 yards. But, you know, he also had a 30-yard touchdown catch for the, you know, the go-ahead um, score late in the fourth quarter against Endicott. Right. He also had a 48-yard catch against Johns Hopkins week one. You know, this is, this is a guy that can kind of, you know, break through that defense and kind of make those big plays that, that you need, you know, as a uh, – that you need from your team. You need someone that can kind of spark that comeback or, you know, who can kind of put the energy, uh, you know, in the team so that... Gain that momentum. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. you can gain the momentum and you can win the game. And I feel right. like that's, you know, someone that Sam Klein has kind of turned into be um, right now. You know, this is a guy who, you know, 2021, he, he really had, you know, he only had two catches for 27 yards. Last year, a little bit more involved in the Ithaca offense. But this year, you know, I mean, obviously, there's only been three games, but... He's averaging five five point three receptions a game. Where the first two years he had a total of twenty one receptions. This year, right now, he has sixteen through only three games. Already matched his touchdown total from last year, which mm-hmm. was two, and his yards per game right now is sitting at eighty one point three compared to last year, which was at eighteen point four. He's already passed his yardage from last year in just three games. Uh, you know, just obviously, you know, a huge piece to this offense. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's really emerging right now as a wide receiver. Um, Like, this is totally his breakout year, you could say. Um, And, yeah, once again, he's really found that connection with 
AJ Wingfield. You know, um, you, you look on a third and six, bang, he's hitting um, he's hitting uh, Sam Klein for like 15, 20 yards. It's mm-hmm. it's simple, you know. So uh, yeah, I mean, I totally agree with you there, Connor. Yeah. So I think I think <clears throat> the last the last thing I want to talk about, um, you know, before we move before we can kind of move on uh, from this game, kind of just recapping this game. I just want to talk about Ithaca's ability to stop the run, and you know, this is the this is the last thing that I I kind of want to talk about. Uh, you know, point at least for for this game. You know, you have someone like Max Freeman the fourth. He he came into this this week. You know, just having a hundred and fifty yards plus last game against Juniata. In this game, only thirty four yards for him, and and on eleven carries, uh, you know, it's about three yards per carry, a little over three yards. And it's and it's funny because I'm bringing this up because you know Andrew Roberts on the halftime show said he was going to have a big second half. He did not have a big second mm-hmm. half, so you know I was right over here saying that <laughs> that um, was going to happen. But it was pretty impressive that Ithaca was able to stop the run. I mean, only allowed 46 total rushing yards uh, for you know a college team. I feel like that's really impressive. I just kind of wanted to point that out. Yeah, I think I think the defense had some people step up this week. Like if you look at the if you look at the stats, like. Jonathan Kumas is leading the defense in total tackles this week. He didn't even play in last week's game against Endicott. I mean, he had six tackles for week one against John Hopkins. Um, But I think it's interesting to look at that and see how coming from playing a game with not even playing the game last week to coming into this game and leading with nine tackles, um, I think it shows how people on the defense have been starting to step up. I mean, Ben Stola had six tackles today. We expect him to perform well be like one of the leaders but yeah I think it the Ithaca defense had some people step up this week and I think that helped them get to where we are right now yeah and and you know I just want to shout out two guys on the defensive line Owen Owen O'Neill and John Ramsey both three tackles for loss today um in a sack each so just big shout out to the guys up front you know they they really held it down today and Mm -hmm. and kind of brought home that Ithaca win yeah they did their job and got to the house counter well, you know, <laughs> speaking of house and home, I think <laughs> let's, let's this is a it. perfect segue to um, you know something we talked about last week, and and uh, you know I was uh, not harassed. I wouldn't say I was <laughs> harassed, but I would say that I got called out for my lack of ability to um, pronounce some New York names, uh, New York town names, I should say. So we decided that you know we had to try it out this week. So I've prepared a list of six uh, Massachusetts towns, and I'm you guys also did six. I'm guessing yep, yeah, we, we, six. we got six <coughs> Long Island towns. Counter. Six Long Island slash New York towns. I'm guessing they're mostly Long Island. Yeah. Um, and we're gonna try to we're gonna try to do it. So who wants who wants to start? Are we gonna go like one one? Or are we gonna go like all six and all six? We'll what do, what do we want to do? We'll go one and yeah, one. We'll go one, and one. Okay. <clears throat> all right. Let me let me pull up my let me pull up my list. But you guys can you guys can show me the first one. I mean, it's hard for the listeners to understand um, <laughs> what I'm looking at, you know. But I'm gonna try my best. I'm gonna try my best. And you know, there's it's gonna be a little hard, but you know, who cares? Cool. So let's let's get it started. Here we go. Are you are you going first? Yeah, I'll go first. Okay. I'll go okay. first. All right, Connor. Say this one right here. Uh, okay, now I'm pretty sure I actually know this one. So we're going to start off strong with Massapequa. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Out of boys. One for one. Boys, one for baby. one. Damn. So we're going we're gonna to start off here. Um, I'm going to enlarge this on Good my – Good stuff, Connor. Good stuff. I'm going <laughs> to enlarge this on my, um, my Google Doc right here. The first one. Go first? Thinking. We have thinking um, right now. 
I would say. I'm gonna go Leicester. Leicester. I, w- I would say. Leicester. Okay. You're both wrong. It's Leicester. 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 The I and the E are no, that's very just cat. They're very, uh, <laughs> you know, it's very, very deceiving. But so oh, far, you good. are zero for one. Very 0 for interesting. One. Okay, my my turn. Right, my here turn. we go. Oh God. Um. I I don't know if the G H is silent, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go for the silent. Juan uh, Wanta. Wow, it's pretty wow. Did I get it? Very good. Oh, Wanta. Okay. You gotta okay. add the W at the end though. It's Wanta. 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 You know, like like I'm from Long Island. You Long know? Island. <laughs> um. Anyways. Okay. Next one. We're gonna go right here. Let's see it. Oh, I can already <laughs> tell you're stumped, Nicole. Skituate. I'm gonna give Tommy a guess before I say something. Skytrot. <laughs> Skituate. It's you're close. Okay. It's situate. Situate. It, okay. It's like there's no. It's like the C is oh, after the I, kind of. Where's the H? Um, where's I don't it, know, but like, it's situate. I was way off. It's situate. Interesting. Hey, Tommy was way off. I, I mean, was of something else. <laughs> it's okay. Um, so you know, right now I'm winning. I would just like to say that I'm winning. I think the Long Island people are being like showed up a little bit. You here. are being shown up. I mean, <laughs> we're gonna get it back. Don't worry. Right All right, let me see it. Oh God. Um, Ness concert. Damn. Smitty is Did three I just for, get that? Yeah, right. three for three right now. Now, this isn't really that difficult, guys. Come on. I mean, we need better ones next week, no, you know. Uh, anyways, um, this one's definitely going to trick you guys. I, I can tell that. pulled up right before. I didn't do any research for this. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is the next one. Silence. I'm, I'm thinking here, Smitty. Okay, I have it phonetically in my head. and I, okay. It's definitely not right, though. Okay, let me hear it. It's like... <laughs> Leo Minister, but that's not okay. right. You think that's right or no? No, I don't think it's right. Okay, well, is that your guess? No. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll let them cook. Low Minister. I was going to say Low Minister. It's it's actually pronounced Lemonster. Lemonster. Yes. Um, you know, it's basically get rid of the Leo. It's just lemon and then stir. That's really what that's it is. crazy. Interesting. Um, another wrong one, you know. Uh, you know, over wow. 3. Over 3 out. You know, I'm disappointed. All right, all right. I'm disappointed. <laughs> I really thought you guys had had something, you know, I thought you had the dog in you, you know? Hey. It's not we'll, over. It's we'll not get over, you next though. week. We'll over. get you next week. It's not it's not over. Okay. Hold on. We're cooking here, Smitty. Oh, Tommy's Tommy's currently editing something right I now. I might have to edit something. Okay. Um Okay. Okay. Um, hapog. Close. Hopog. Okay. Ha hopog. Like, like, I think that's like just like an O. I think I think that's more of just like your accent. You know, that's like that's like a hap is like a H A. Like you know, I think that's more the accent, in my opinion, of course. Hopog. Hopog. Okay. <laughs> well, see, Nicole just typed up uh, something, and I have no clue. <laughs> so I I will give my next one. Uh, here we go. Tingsboro. Tingsboro. Tingsboro is correct. There's Bang! I feel one. like I heard Congrat- that. <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations. I feel Congratulations. like I heard that before. Uh-huh. Congratulations. I, I will put it in green right, now. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, God. Um, you know, just because of these weird names, I think I'm going to go with uh, Copaig. Uh- <laughs> like, yeah? <laughs> I mean, am I right? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Copaig. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, you know, they call me him at times. You know, they really do. Um, okay. All right. So for the fifth one here, I got this. 
Oh, God. You go down. Carlisle. Wow. I mean, that was just a quick... That, that was just... <laughs> I was Dang. just like that was just rapid. You, just like, <laughs> you, know, you know where Carlisle is? Huh? I have no idea where it is. Okay. But that's the dad's name in um t- um in Twilight. Never watched Twilight, <laughs> so I would not know. Carlisle. Anyways, I think it is okay. at least. All right, so we got the last one. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Um, you know, there's a town in Massachusetts. It's called Narragansett, right? And or is it in that? Uh, it's Island. in Rhode Island. I know it's in Rhode Island. Um, and there's like Cohasset and stuff like that in Mass. So I'm gonna go with. A mag, I, I'm not even gonna try, guys. I'm sorry. This is it's not gonna work. This is what I gave him. You know where that is? Yeah, it's on one of the forks, right? It's right near Montauk. Yeah. Try again. Try it. I'm I'm a Ganset. Amagansett. Amagansett. <sighs> I knew it had like the Ganset at mm-hmm. the end. I just yeah. didn't know how the you should have went with the Ganset. Like I, how you were saying like I had the Ganset, but it was just like it was. I, I don't know. I don't know. I just went away from my roots. You know, that's really what it was. Uh, last one. I think you guys actually might get this one. Um, Let me hear it. But here you go. Okay, we got some stumps. Stumped. I'm thinking of Worcester in my mind. Yeah, like. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Gloucester? 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 Yeah. Worcester. <laughs> Glou- Glou- Gloucester? Gloucester? Very, very close. It's Gloucester. Gloucester. So like, Damn I mean, it. I, I think, I think that's like a half a point. Yeah. So wait, so how many did I get right? I think four. Four. Oh, what a line from Nooch. Nooch, <laughs> Nooch said I. He set the he line. Said he four. set the line of four and a half, and uh, four I, and I, a I half. got four right. So uh, all of my, all of my, uh, you know, under betters, uh, mm-hmm. it hit. You know, I, I didn't get five. So. <laughs> I, you know, I'm pretty impressed with what I did. I am as well. I'm pretty impressed. Uh, you know, I did not think you were getting Massapequa. Me neither. No, I didn't I, think you were getting Copa. That was like the easiest one. I typed in Copeg. Really? I, I didn't, was the easiest I one. didn't think crazy. you were getting Copeg. I feel like I've heard of Massapequa before. Yeah, Copeg, like nobody really gets no. that. No. Yeah, I, you know, I, they just call me him. I mean, we've, <laughs> we've already been with Okay, anyway. it's comeback season for the Long Island people next week. We're coming week. strong next week. We're doing our research. Let's see. Do we got anything else? We got anything else? No? I don't think so. That's pretty Not much really. it. Well, I, I mean, Ithaca does play Hobart in two weeks, but we will nice probably week next week. Well, we'll be back. I think probably the end of next week to yeah. probably give a, a little preview of the Hobart game. I feel like it's a little too far out to to kind of give like a little preview now. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I guess this will end it. I mean, you know, I think I think this will just end it for this episode. So. uh no, that'll do it for the third episode of the WICB Ithaca Bomber Football Podcast. Ithaca gets some much-needed rest from the road as they actually have a bye before returning to action the following week when they host Hobart for the first home game at the newly renovated uh, Butterfield Stadium. For Nicole Allen and Tommy Mora, I'm your host, Connor Smith. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you all next week.